Welcome to the Shoot in the Cube podcast, the podcast that's hotter than your competition cooker and your first wife. We'll be talking barbecue and more with one of the top pitmasters in the game. Get ready for juicy tips, saucy tricks, and sizzling stories that'll leave you hungry for more. Let's start shooting the cube. Here's your host, Heath Riles. How's it going, everybody? Today we are joined, of course, with our two guests, Brian Cox and Brian Wynn of M&W Smokers, and my lovely co-host, Candace, my wife. How are y'all today? Good. Thanks for having us on. Good, brother. Good to see y'all. Why y'all looking all weird, man? I'm just waiting on the intro. I, that was it. I was. He's waiting on it. I was loving that. Was it hotter than your, hotter than your wife? First wife. First wife. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, that's I not me. Candace that made that lineup. No, Candace is my second <laughs> wife. You know, uh, you know, to, to get this thing started, why don't you tell the guests a little bit about yourselves, what y'all do, what's your team name, and all about that, what you cook, and all that kind of stuff. You want to take it? We are MW Smokers from right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, we cook competition barbecue. Is kind of where we got our start together. Now we own a business together. We produce a line of rubs, sauces, meat, whiskey, boys, or uh, team stack house is kind of what the what the buzz is right now. When what do you think? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, rubs and sauces are kind of starting to take off. Uh, we've had a lot of luck in the SCA. Marty Plute start. We met him at Memphis in May last year. He started started running with the rub, and team stack house kind of oh. took off. He uh, he was he won thirteen SCA events this year, which was the most single wins in a season, and a lot of people are hopping on the train, so we'll see where it goes from here. Man, that's a good way to put it. Marty is a great cook. Uh, had a hell of a run, and I I don't know, maybe the SCA thing, uh, I mean, I used to cook a lot of them, and uh, a great organization. I mean, as far as one-day events, they have it down. I would like to see some of their, uh, their team of the year stuff change, though, I mean, because anybody can go out here and cook. 60 contests, 70 contests, 100 contests to win it. Uh, you know, KCBS put that kind of rule into place. I think their average now is, what, top 10? Or is what it used to be. I think they've changed it again now. Uh, you know, if you're high scoring, but it would kind of be easy to do in uh, in SEA, in my opinion. So the, so, they just, so you can't just pile on the comps and then yeah, I'm not Yeah, I'm not in agreement with, with somebody that can just go run 150 comps. What? Yeah, you're a great cook. I'm right. not taking anything away from you. but With free time. Yeah, but, but how many contests did you really win out of that? When you talk about percentages and averages, I've been in that same boat before where, okay, well, uh, let me see. What was the number? I won 15 that year and cooked 30. And so mm-hmm. I cooked 10 KCBS. And I won five of those out of ten, and I cooked what twenty MBN and won ten. That was a pretty good lick that year. Batting five hundred win. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a that's a hell of a on run. the wins. Yeah, I mean that that was a good um, a good roll. It was fun. I just like like to see that kind of. But when it gets down like that too, I like to see a little bit of trash talk between teams and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Marty, uh, I mean, absolutely killed it. He uh, He's done a lot of help with us promoting the rub and getting the name out there. I mean, just a great dude all around. 
Well, that's awesome. So to tell everybody, I met Brian and Brian through the barbecue circuit and have become really good friends with them. And Brian's day job, he kind of is the vice president of a larger logistics company. And so he runs some trucks for us from time to time, picks up some loads. And, of course, Cox over here, he's in a little bit of a package business with your stepdad. Is that correct? Yep. We run a small package delivery business here in town. Yeah. So, uh, you know. And a bro. And a what? And a bra. We're in three states. We got people everywhere. So we had, we just put the fires out before we started this podcast. So there's probably another one starting right now. Well, uh, that's every day, every day. Well, yeah, I mean, I if mean, you work in trucking, it's, it's always something. You're there's right no about day that. that's the same. Every fuel's always up, ain't it? That's always the case. Yeah. Well, tell me outside of, um, you know, well, just barbecue in general, what's y'all's favorite barbecue contest on the circuit that you've been to so far? Uh, well, I'll, I'll go back to the Covington. I just like the demolition derby. I know we've talked about that a lot, but and that's a KCBS comp. Now I mean, it is. It used to be is, an yeah. MBN. Right. Um, right. they, the demolition derby is cool. Do they still do the demolition derby? Uh, they did the last uh, the last one I yeah. cooked in up there. Well, I, I meant we hadn't been because of that because no. of the swap. The last day. last time they had it, you I think won, I and won. Heath wasn't there. I won first place, but I didn't win grand. Yeah. I don't know. I did okay. first yeah. place yeah. in ribs. You, you and Austin were cooking. Me and Austin, that's right. No, I like Covington. When, what do you like? Which Man, I really like Bolivar. Downtown Bolivar, they, it's just a good competition. They take care of you. They make sure you got ice. They, the liquor store delivers liquor to your to your booth. They'll get you beer. I mean, and, I, and great payouts. I think great I'm going to have cook Bolivar this year. It's 30 minutes from the house, and uh, the money is really good. Like you said, I think I'll come up there and cook a little old lonely rib, Dude. Hey, it, it's fun. Hey, October. Yeah, it would be not. Nice. It won't be hot. No, I'd leave the house like I'm going deer hunting and come yeah. up there. I could bring a trailer up on a Friday and go back home to go to What's sleep. What's your favorite contest? <laughs> My favorite contest? Oh, that's not hard. Uh, you know, I love South Haven Spring Fest here just because it's local and I get to see so many of my friends that, you know, we see once a year and it's not as chaotic as Memphis in May. But my favorite contest by far you already know I've said it on several podcasts, on recordings, online. It's got to be Murfreesboro, Illinois. Mike Mills contest. Uh, Apple City Barbecue is, um, I, I don't know, it's just great. Absolutely love it. Hospitality, food, people, atmosphere, and just the scenery driving up through the cornfields, rolling down the windows. They're usually harvesting that time of year. I love cranking the music up. It's about a balmy 80. Sunroof open. Yeah cool drink in hand and you cross that bridge and you got to go that 45 minutes to an hour drive of just peaceful it countryside is a, it is a nice drive yeah, yeah we rode up through that country not too long ago when we went up to uh visit cordy meats for marty plute's state class and it was it was beautiful we might have gotten lost once but well, well that's when we, pretty, that's when we pretty, stopped it some pretty back back roads there yeah that's that's bfe baby man but, well talking about cordy meats y'all oh, brought yeah. me back some lima loco Sausages La- of Lima Loca. Lima Loca. Lima Loca. I'm terrible. Sorry, Marty. But I, I will tell you, man, those sausages are good. It, I mean, Candace don't even like sausages, and she ate one. You need to try that other stuff I brought you, too. I, I've got to try it. I've got to take a tube home from here at the office. You brought it here and dropped it off when I wasn't here that day, you know, and I kind of forgot about it, to be honest. Yeah, so they took a uh, two-thirds pork, one-third beef, and then mixed kind of Marty's go-to steak seasonings from uh, the SCAs. 
Johnny Joseph's, his Twisted Steel, and our Stackhouse and mixed it in. I tell you what, you make a burger out of that stuff, you don't have to put any seasoning on it, man, it is killer. Really rich. Just It's just different than a regular hamburger, and it is awesome. I'm going to have to try that. I, I will. You know, we've definitely been uh, perfecting the old smash burger game again. I just got that new Traeger Flat Rock griddle. Oh, uh, yeah, I saw some cheese steaks or something on that the other day. Man. Yeah, that thing was like four pounds. Who ate that? <laughs> that wasn't four pounds now, because I didn't get my five pounds of meat total. Um, it looked good, though. I'm going to tell you, it was really good. Cheesesteaks um, will upset the social media world. They will. People in Philadelphia. Angry. They're confused individuals. I understand now why everything you've ever read about them and their football team, you love them, you hate them, you, you spit on your own quarterback. I mean, people throw food at your own quarterback in the NFL. and They're psychotic. Well, psychotic. you know, I've done a Philly cheesesteak video on a Blackstone griddle a long time ago. <laughs> And it had mushrooms and peppers it and onions and all that, right? Angry. Because when you go anywhere around here, you see Philly cheesesteak, they have all that on it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I've only been to Philly once to have one, you know, and I know about Geno's and Pat's. It's about like rendezvous here. It's a great yeah. place. It's really cool. It's an eclectic. But, you know, the locals really don't go there. I want to know where the locals go, right? And so you read all these stories and all these different things on the, the cheesesteak. And so I had people commenting and more or less telling me I could jump off a bridge because it didn't have <laughs> fried onions and just cheese whiz. And, yeah, wit, wit. And, and now this time, this video, everybody is telling me, you know, great job. Some people are telling me that. And then some is going, oh, it don't have provolone. You're wrong again. And, and you know, and they're just very confused in Philadelphia. And, and so I'm, I'm going to be at the end of the day, well, they just got – Cheese whiz on it. Well, it's got provolone, Swiss, hell, white American, white, uh, yellow American, or cheddar. It don't matter. I like a cheese steak. That's right. That's all I've established. Uh, <laughs> is right. I like a cheese steak no matter what kind of cheese is on it. <laughs> as, as long as it's got meat and cheese, you're good? As long as it's got meat and cheese. But what I don't understand, I mean, don't get me wrong, I understand different flo- flavor profiles of cheese, yeah. and you can make that cheese steak into many different variations and versions with whatever peppers you wanted or jalapenos or whatever, but they take stuff over the edge in Philadelphia. <laughs> Have I you mean, ever been up there and driven down the road? I've never They're driven angry there, drivers. No. I've never driven yeah, It's not brotherly love. No. I was wondering what they said about that cheese when you mix it up. and when You, you started out with the slices, and you made it into a whiz. I, I mean, you know, just some milk and melted down some American cheese. And I, I don't think we got it on video. I added a, a, a splash to a beef rub in it. You know, I probably should have put a little W sauce in it to amplify the flavor just Get a little bit, a little paprika or something. But I didn't because Boar's Head cheese is good cheese, you know. I, yeah. I didn't want Velveeta, you know. I wanted to kind of make my own little thing up. I hear you. Hey, what about if you did a little Arbo's on some uh, on some cheese steak? I bet Arbo's would be good. Yeah. Man, I got to talk to him. I, I do. We got to get him on the show here. Yeah. We do. That cheese dip. I love that cheese dip. Fully endorse it worldwide. Arbo's takes the nation. Well, I saw Mal- Malcolm did a video and uh, a crawfish, um, what was it? Crawfish king cake that he used Arbo's on, and it looked killer. I remember seeing that video now. I forgot about that. Well, and Andrew's. You know, Andrew's our age, you know, younger guy in the company. Same thing, and he's got a lot of hustle to him. He's got he's got a lot of new things coming out. Same thing with Cordy, right? Jace, and so so we see that with a lot of like our some of our 
some of our like meat shops in town, our meat markets. And then you got Cordy, like that's why Jay's so good. He's putting out stuff like uh, Lima Loca sausage, and because he'll 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 put the time in. He's still got that hustle to him, and he wants to go out there and create new stuff. So, you know him and and Kyle Cordy, who owns Cordy, they're both probably you know. Oh, they're young, young forties. Yeah. Right? So they're like they're over. You know, they're always talking business. They're always seeing what the next thing is. So that's how we trying to try to align ourselves with a lot of people like that. That. Uh, aren't just set and have good product, but have have that itch, man. That well, they're creative. I mean, dude, they just bought a fifty thousand square foot building that used to be the Wall Street Journal, and that's that's going to be their new place. From you know, I don't. They're the place they're in now is tiny, but I mean, he sent us pictures during deer season. They're processing thirty three hundred deer. I mean, and they actually smoke their snack sticks and stuff. It's not it's not putting an electric smoker or anything like that. I mean. They're real deal. It's and and they put out some great stuff. You know, it's hard to find an old school place like that 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 really appreciates the craft of that type stuff. And yeah. we sell to several meat markets now. I was up in um, where's Jaworski's at exactly? It's up. Um, is it Michigan? No, it's in um, near Michigan. North somewhere. I was up Jaworski. at Fatheads Brewery with my buddy Matt. Uh, Ohio. 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 Okay, well, we went to Michigan on that trip. That's Yeah, we went to Michigan. I was thinking, you're thinking about the meat shops up there we went in. Yes, Ohio, Uh, right near Cleveland. Yes, right around Cleveland. Cleveland, because we stayed in Cleveland. A mistake by the lake? No, he's kind of in a a suburb area um, outside there. Middleburg Heights is where it's at. And um, I'm going to tell you, he makes pierogies and all that. He's got three girls, or four, four. Behind the counter, four slicers. They make nothing but sandwiches and stuff like that all day long of walk-ins. Yeah. And he has all these pre-cut meats and marinated meats, and you've got, he's got snack sticks. But he buys all full sides of beef and breaks them down. All full uh, pigs, you know, breaks them down. It's really the old-school artesian, and he's an older Jewish fella. And, man, they make all the traditional soups every day, all the different stuff. And he sells them to go to, like taking bakes and stuff like that, and cabbage rolls. And this place does and to be in a shopping center, unbelievable. But he will even ship you pierogies and stuff. And I've bought pierogies, and I'm here to tell you, that's what Cordy Cordy just got. And he was telling us the other day. He said, "I've got in. I'm I'm gonna start shipping stuff." I mean, you want? I mean, they. He said they they do fifty cattle a week and fifty pigs a week. Bring them in live. I mean, they do the whole nine yards. and Oh, wow. Man, killer job they're doing. That yeah, they got a little awesome. cattle gate in the back. They they bring them in. What um, did you say, a pierogi? A pierogi, mm-hmm. yeah. What is that? You I should know what that is. Uh, it's a pastry dough filled with different stuff. Depending on, sometimes it's mashed potatoes. Sometimes it's cottage cheese. Like a calzone type? Onions. Yeah, but it's you, boil, yeah. you boil it and then you saute it. Mm-hmm. Usually with some onions in a pan. Okay. That's how most people serve I feel serve like it's them. almost like a play off of a ravioli, but yes. it's not so a ravioli. So he's coming from the full side down to the little pierogi. That's what I'm talking about. That's a, that's a meat cutter, right? That's a true meat cutter, you know, ordering the ribeye. He he's taking that thing off the hanger, and that's where you get to a, a true butcher. And there's not – I mean, there's, there's a lot of them around, but there's not a lot of, like, just – like big time. No, because all your meat markets now have went to prepackaged meat, like yeah. you said. I, yep. I know that we have friends that work for Kroger, and they're talking about a lot of their stuff. They won't have butchers anymore. Everything's going to come in prepacked. 
And yeah, to me, that's just not really a, a butcher's shop, a meat market. I'd rather see my meat getting cut. They're taking away. I don't understand the speed of things, but I'd rather not have it processed. It seems like it would last longer if it's processed fresh versus or cut and then put in the case versus coming in cut already, you know. And and there's a whole art to it. I mean. Oh, I worked in a meat market as a kid, and that's probably what uh, has really intrigued my way about meat and knowing and not saying this, but. I mean, I know my way around a hog or a or a cow. I've butchered them whole before. Uh, plenty of animals. I used to be so good with deer, I didn't even hang them up. I'd skin them on a tailgate and just flip them over side to side. I mean, you know, <laughs> we I, we used to just. I was good. Yeah. I, I mean, you. I'm not. I'm not like that anymore. But I can still break down about anything. And I trained my butcher here. It's Carrie's been in business and broke down animals all his life. But I trained him competition style how to trim stuff. And during Memphis in May and whatnot, you can call up there and order a hog from Raymond's Meat Market and trim it competition style. Tell them you want the Heath cut. You know, tell them you want a bikini cut. They can do it all for you, ready to go, because of what we train them, same way on shoulders, you know. Well, and TK's, TK's done a good job taking oh, over. TK's yeah. excellent. Do we get the Heath cut? We get the MW cut, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Y'all get y'all get that OG cut from Heath. You just don't know it. We just renamed it. You get him belly up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, then you get in the Heath cut, then. Yeah, he trims them up. That saves us. I'll, I'll pay the $100. To every oh, time. It's worth every bit of money to every have time. a whole hog trim ready to go. Well, you know, talking about all that kind of stuff, we talked about your best barbecue event to attend. What's uh, what's the craziest thing you ever seen at a barbecue event? Uh, what are we going to go to now? Say something we man, hadn't talked man. about before. Man, like crazy or like stupidity, like you know, what are we talking? It can about? be whichever one you choose. I blow up a grill. I mean, we, we've we've seen grills on fire, melting tents uh, a few times. That's you know, that's always pretty Man. comical. Um, I've seen a guy running around in his underwear trying to wash uh, fire ants off of him in Covington before. Yeah, that did not impress Candace. We gotta give her something something crazier than that. I mean, you know. I, it's we, gotta, we try and keep to ourselves pretty much. I mean, we got a pretty tight knit group that we hang out with, so we don't. So no, what's well, the, no, we we. I said the craziest thing you've ever seen at a contest, witnessed, or anything, something out of the really out of the ordinary. Let's say that nothing. Yeah, yeah, we got some. What? What? Give us some. What do you? What will be your answer to that question? I mean, <laughs> One of y'all. What, I mean, I've seen people drink and sleep on the ground all night and have the police sit there and watch over them i've seen golf carts stolen i've seen now they got brought back let's reframe about the golf cart people would steal yeah. them and bring yeah, them back i didn't say they oh, stole that, them forever i did that, did that might have they borrowed it they borrowed well, well we well, had I, a wheelchair get stolen from our tent one time uh, wheelchair it may a few years ago we had a guy on the team who was turning 21 and you know the golf carts downtown that'll yeah. drive you around they got the the idea that they'd take that for a little joy ride. And uh, next morning, guy had a track run. He was trying to find it, and they gave it back to him, and somebody had left their wallet in, and there was it was not good. They they rode it all over downtown to about 4 o'clock in the morning. Guy had parked it outside his condo, and somebody had a key. And that's, just a, that's just a drunken moment. There, like I mean, said, I think a lot of people's had those. Well, what's uh, what's what's an embarrassing moment you've had at a contest in yourself? Mm, probably at a one of my uh, like the most the thing that I'm most I've, I've embarrassed myself all the time. It's like my thing. 
So, like, the, the thing that I remember is probably, like, a, a finals table or something, just, like, just down on myself because I was embarrassed. I said something, something stupid, lost words. Probably one of my one of the first couple I, times. But I've melted boxes before on accident. Yeah, he melted. on a smoker or something? Melted. Man, yeah. Got turn-in times mixed up and had a little too much to drink and set that box back on the smoker and <laughs> absolutely disintegrated. That's pretty funny. So yeah. how did you overcome that? Uh, went and got another box and slapped the label on it and turned them in. I, they ended up doing like third place. It was some chicken thighs and it. it I mean, wow. We try to we we keep a couple spare boxes. Um, you know, name brands matter. I don't know if they would check that. No one's ever denied well, I, us an I extra actually, box. I actually went to the rep and got a new one. I was like, hey, listen, I screwed up. I'm. I completely melted the box. Well, I guess you was pretty good on your time, man, because I'm usually stuck down to the wire on building the boxes. If I well, melt I was, it, it's over. I'm going to miss the turn yeah, in. He I, said chicken, though. I was, I was 30 minutes early. chicken. Yeah. Yeah, you on the box for you. That, yeah, you're a last-second guy, aren't you? Now, man, I Depends want that. what the what it is. <laughs> Pork, hog, Lord. I'm picking around getting the absolute best pieces. You got to scream at him and lie, too. <laughs> like, we got 30 seconds when you really got two minutes. Like, yeah. you got to lie. <laughs> Otherwise, you ain't making it in time. Well, I mean, I like it down to the wire. Yeah, we. I mean, we try to start. I, mean, I want the excitement to come in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's I'm not, not the, the one, one running the box. The box. Yeah. You got you got, you got Austin or Candace running it. I right? usually am taking the gloves. I was going go go go. You got 18 seconds. Now left. that Austin <laughs> stopped smoking, that's a good thing. At least he can run faster, right? <laughs> yeah, you know he was hey. all about those Virginia Slims. <laughs> today in in today is birthday. You know, I just you saw that what? on Snapchat. Yes, think, it is. What is he like? 22 now or something? <laughs> he has Snapchat. Well, yeah. I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I don't. I, th- I thought Snapchat was on the downhill. No, I saw it. On, I thought. I think I saw it on Facebook. You don't have a Snapchat? Uh. Uh-uh. I saw. He, he's on Snapchat. Maybe I need to get. I'm one. on Snapchat now. I don't really don't know how to use it. Well, you did but a good. I'm there. I saw Collins riding in her. In her I mean, I take toy. pictures of my stuff. Maybe a little bit of my food. Take here pictures and there. of my stuff. That sounded a little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not. Not like that. I mean, I may <laughs> post pictures of my daughter on there or something. You know, or pictures of my food, but I don't. A little bit of hunting. Yeah, a little bit of hunting or something like that. I just don't post every day on Facebook anymore because I feel like I I don't really. I mean, I hate to say it, I don't really live a private life anymore, doing everything we do for a living, and uh, being online every day. And so I there's some things I just don't post, you know, except to my. You You've know, kept maybe, your Snapchat a little more private. Yeah, my Snapchat's that. a little more private. It's not wide open. Yeah, you know. Now I have accepted a couple of people I thought were somebody, and I've had to delete them. God, there's some catfishers on there, ain't it? <laughs> oh, man. Like, how does a person named Henry be some new chick? <laughs> Tell me that. Block, block, block. Yeah, that's a, that's a dude over there in Eastern Europe. Probably right. in a third story of a shanty. Well, I don't even want to think him. about that myself. <laughs> well, don't accept them. I, 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 investigate. I was a small investigation before I accept anybody. If it's somebody that makes something like a knife, there's so many knives manufactured. Uh, now, now you see all the bourbon scammers. Bourbon scammers. The bourbon scammers are out there, man. Well, he's got a point about the knife thing too. All from overseas, you know. A lot of these knife manufacturers, knife manufacturers are overseas. Some of them are, and all that. The Demarcus Steel and some of the hammer mm. ones are good ones, and you don't know who's good and who's bad. So I'm gonna be honest. I just I'm gonna keep running with Victor Knox and not worry about that custom. 
you know. We we those are the knives that we liked, right? Yep. Victor Knox. Yeah. I mean, for the money, you can't beat a Victor Knox knife, in my opinion. You yeah, can't. I like them. Yeah, I think Matt Miller stopped by last year at our tent and gave us. Matt some. is a great guy. Brewer gave yeah. us some knives for his knife rep. Our buddy sells hotel restaurant equipment. What were those? They started with an S. I don't know. They were they were nice. No, it wasn't Shuns. No. no, they weren't Shuns. They were. They we got, were. We got Shuns at home. I, I love a Shun. They were Victor too. Knox. Well, cut yourself with that. Ask, oh, ask Amy. Hey, ask uh, Cox's wife about those Shuns cutting yourself. Uh, she cut herself. Yeah. Not on purpose though, right? Nah, <laughs> no. Nah, three three beers in. That was an embarrassing moment. She grabbed a shot out of the box and opened up her wrist and They're was like sharp, trying man. to sh- like shave her hair or whatever and cut her. Oof. They are very sharp. So pure accident. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ignorance. Ooh. Yeah, you might man. regret that later. You know See? this podcast is gonna be out here <laughs> like worldwide. <laughs> no, we 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 laugh about it all the time, but you know. Well, Sean, talking about all that. You know, talking about contests, what is y'all's favorite food outside of barbecue? Ooh. Well, what you got on that one? Man, I don't, you know. Does he make your decisions for you? I'm just wondering. <laughs> no, I just want to. Hell no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll say this. After after a barbecue competition, you know what my go-to is? Sushi. Just Sushi? something completely different that, you know, I don't know. I've always liked fresh fish and, you know. I don't know. After after barbecue competition, I need something to little get me up. I usually go to sushi. What I'm a junk you? food guy. Junk I food. do remember this. Yeah. yeah. Here. I mean, I, I, I control it. I, I do healthy activities, work hard, play hard. But I like my fast foods, my crystals. There's a lot of or your White Castles. White Castle is better than Crystal. I've I will never, have I that do debate agree with that. all day. Huh? I said I do agree okay. with that. <laughs> I I we don't had. have White Castle here, though. I mean, uh-uh. the only, the closest one is what, Nashville, that I'm aware of. Right off of Broadway, you know, I'm going yeah. every time I go up Every time there. we go to Nashville, we go through there. I, I mean, we've even had a taxi take us through there before. I had a limo take me through there one time. I mean, yeah, it's. You remember the time the taxi cab driver didn't want to carry me through White yeah, Castle? But he did. He did because of what I told him. <laughs> you didn't get out of the limo? You made him go through the. Does it drive, drive through, through. Yeah. I mean, I'm paying for your time. What's wrong with you? Order this food. Here it is. Let's go. (laughs) That's back in my wilder days, you know, Nashville days. Yeah, you hear people, like, going on drunken drive, like, drunken White Castle trips to Nashville from Memphis. I mean, I I don't know. uh, I'll take a Wendy's. When was the last time we even had White? I don't even. It's been a minute. It wasn't in Nashville. It was somewhere. um, I know where it was. It was when we went and bought my truck, wasn't it? I've there had it since castle. then, I think. I've been out of town somewhere and had it. So what's, what's your go-to's? My go-to, um, it's kind of changed. It used to be, honestly, a cold like sub from Lenny's or Jersey Mike's or somewhere like that. I didn't want anything hot food. Um, but I've also, we've ate a lot of Mexican after. Um, you know, it just kind of depends on the contest. If I was cooking a full-on MBN or a dual, I don't want to go sit down after and get relaxed. I want to get a, a cold sandwich on the way home, set a sh- get a shower or the hotel, wherever I'm at, and then I want to sit down to eat because I don't want to do anything after that but get up and probably brush my teeth. I think you got to gotta go take into consideration the time of year, too, because some yeah. of these contests, you're, like, in hell burning on fire. Yeah. Water Valley? 
Yeah, exactly. And, I, you know, like you're just hot and you can't think about anything. You just got to, yeah, I, and she's got a great point. I guess it depends on what time of the year it is yeah. and what we eat. You yeah. know, after contest foods, you're not going to eat chicken, probably. You're not going to go eat I will. pork. I said I will. You're not going to go eat. I'm not going to eat some steak. I'm not a, yeah, no, no on the pork no for steak. me. I think like you said, maybe that's why I like sushi because after these hot, like when it's hot outside, yeah, like it's something summertime. a little refreshing, you know. Yeah, I've never thought about it that way, but. It's That's just like it changes with the se- like what you drink. Yeah. Do you not drink different things in different oh, seasons? I do. Vodka during the summer. Yeah, I like white wine in the, in the summer, yeah. red wine in the winter. Nice Sauvignon Blanc in the afternoon when exactly. it's hot outside. I get exactly. it. You don't have a problem throwing down a cold beer either. No, no like. As long as it's in a can, we're good. Or on draft. That's what I'm not say. a bottle person. You started at lunch today. <laughs> I did. Monday, Monday. Hey, Monday. We- weather's warming up. It's right time. But it's cold in here, though. Well, it's not as cold it's right now. It's usually hot in here, right? It was cold earlier today, but yeah. I had a flashback. I had a flashback. <laughs> I saw that look, man. Yeah, well, you know, what? I know we keep getting off subject here. We talk about food and everything else and all that. So you said that was your go-to after a contest. What is your favorite food as far as not being barbecue? I thought that was the question. It was. We got off subject. We we've been doing that a lot. Uh, I, I mean, we've been on a, like an Italian kick. My wife and I. We cook a lot at the house. Uh, a lot of like, you know, you, and you can go heavy, like a bolognese sauce, mm-hmm. tortellini soup, stuff like that. I like or a you good can, vodka sauce. Okay. I, I like vodka sauces. I like pesto sauces. You can go light, cold, hot. Right. You and we we've got one of these um and we've got one of these noodle attachments too that we've been. That's the next like step for the KitchenAid mixer or something. Yep, that's exactly yep. what it is. Have you started making your own pasta yet? We're that's the next step, but I mean, I, I it's kind of the kick we've been on. Well, let us know what night we'll be there. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, joking. I'll make the salad. But we cook all the time. We <laughs> I'll uh, bring the wine. Bring the bag salad. Bag salad. And no, I do make some good salads. I wasn't joking when I say that. I do. I make some good vinaigrettes and good that's true. good stuff. The tangy oh, yeah. vinegar barbecue sauce can you can turn it into a good vinaigrette. That's true. I make a shrimp salad that'll blow your mind, though. That's true too. See, that's and that's a cold. So you salads. serve that cold. I do. Yes. We we usually yeah. um, do serve it cold, but I'm not talking about like a mayonnaise based shrimp salad. I mean, on a bed of lettuce. Okay. You know, really make a salad gotcha. out of it uh, with a shrimp and some cocktail sauce mm-hmm. and other stuff. So, what kind of pasta are you guys going to make first? There's all different ones. Um. Yeah. Now you're putting me on the spot. So we've got, you know, your normal, your normal linguine, tortellinis, mm-hmm. all those, uh, the flat. I like the thicker, flat noodles that you can really, that really hold sauce on them. So yeah. you go for a big spoonful. You're not, yeah. you know, you can get a big, big mouthful. Like an Alfredo noodle. What? Alfredo is a sauce. I know that, but like a. Like a, like a small. Like you would see an Alfredo. That wide That's noodle. It's called fettuccine. A fettuccine noodle. <laughs> Y'all quit talking about Italian. Italian. Uh, no, nah, I mean, like, I like, the, like, a big lasagna noodles. What are those called? They're not lasagna noodles, but uh, they're called. I know what you're talking about, but I really don't they're know. They're just larger. They're there's, yeah. And there's a t- shit ton of noodles out there. There is. I call I, them spirals. You can get shells. I've you can get been, flat ones, long ones, skinny like, ones. I don't even know how you properly say it, but what we've been buying a lot of is, like, deltalini or something. They're, like, so for Collins is about to be one. And she's eating with her hands. 
So they're like little bitty round. I see it. But they're already like, instead of having to chop her noodles for her, they're already like perfect size where she can just, didn't know so the noodle existed, but those. it does. So what about you, favorite food outside of barbecue? Any type of breakfast food. I love breakfast food. Like Waffle House or like better than Waffle oh, House? Oh, man. I'll t- I, man, let me see. Recently, I hit uh, Sunrise on Poplar, avocado toast with a sunny side egg. Hey, on have it. you ever been to um, Toasted Yolk in Germantown? I have not. It's actually really good. Is it you good? should give it a try. Elwood's Killer Killer Breakfast. I like to hit that up. Tops actually has a good breakfast. I haven't had their breakfast. You know, yet. Tops, that, that reminds me. Tops has got a bologna with cream cheese and egg or something really? for, a, for a breakfast sandwich. I like cream cheese. Yes. So. Hey, is there money in breakfast? I like so really. It's, it's good. Their, their breakfast brisket sandwich is good. I bought it when I found out they were serving office uh, serving breakfast. I went and picked up the whole office an assortment. We all split it. And there were no complaints around the office that day. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're using the same protein, you're you're serving for lunch, right? You can kind of cross over for breakfast. You're not having to change over menus. But, you know, it wasn't dry or anything. I mean, it was good. Yeah, I mean. Uh, well, should be fresher for breakfast yeah. versus lunch. Right? Yeah, should be. Wow. Hmm. I'm going to try the tops out. That'd be good. Does Do it, it really have cream cheese on it, though? Yeah, they got a bologna sandwich that has cream cheese. I forget what they I mean, it. I love cream cheese. So, let's talk about some grills, guys. Ooh, here we go. Yeah. So, tell me about the types of grills y'all cook on and what you would like to have that you don't have currently. All right, I'll lead with this, man. We got an assortment of cookers. We've got Smoking Brothers pellet grills, great pellet grills, um, American made, whole nine yards. We got a Woods Custom Cookers uh, by Jack Woods. That's our whole hog cooker. It's a you know backwoods style water cooker. We've got between me, Massey, and Cox. I think we got four old hickories, an ELEDX, CTO, MM, and BP. Can't go wrong there. Can't go wrong with old hickory. Uh, what else do we got? I know you, you got a barrel smoker. We got we got some drums. A um, couple that we want to want to cook. We've gotten to the point now to where we're just cooking on different stuff just because it's fun, right? I mean, we, we you started cooking on – you had the pits. This is my, prefer, my preferred barbecue cooking pit. Uh, and now we just want to change it up. So It's like you graduate. I think we talked yeah. about that before. Yeah, yeah. Like I start, once you I master on one, you graduate now we're into to the, another. Now we're into the live fires, the pizza ovens, the, you know, the, I like those outlaws, you know, so we I love my outlaws. Al- always wanted to cook on one of those. That's I, I, why I grew up cooking barbecue. Competition had, barbecue was a stick burner. And we, we had a stick burner. We had a Charlie Fabrication yeah. stick burner for a while. I actually sold it to Jason. Jason. We had that. You know, I, I was cooking on Lang for years. Um, I started on a gator pit. Oh, wow. It was my father-in-law's gator pit. It's kind of how I got into barbecue, and you know, I, I like the, I like the old school smokers. But that's man, what I started out on was an old school homemade stick burner I built. Yeah, propane you barrel. Talk, you were talking about that somewhere, and how you wish you still had it. Yeah, I do wish I still had it. I got rid of it for eight hundred dollars, and um, it was a thirty-six inch piece of pipe, five foot long. I never could get the firebox right, so I paid a guy to build me a firebox, and I welded it on because he had all the little neat little tools and stuff, and I didn't. I just really had a welder and a torch, and, you know, as far as making an air intake and all that, he uh, made me a pretty good one on the door. And uh, other than that, I moved my stack and moved it down on the, on the end, you know, kind of middle ways, and, 
That was a great cooking grill. I, I hate that I got rid of it, but I got rid of it to get another better right. grill, a rotisserie at the time, a charcoal rotisserie I had. It was built like a Southern Yankee. You remember those? Do not. Southern Yankee rotisserie. They were charcoal rotisseries. Had four racks in them, four foot, 12 inches by 40 foot. Charcoal only. Man, what's I've got a I got a rotisserie that we had. It was made up in Dyersburg and it's it's a chicken cooking machine. It's only got about an eight inch but eight inch little rack that's probably two foot long. Firebox in the back. Man, it's a cooking chicken cooking yeah, machine. Do you know Where what did you is? get it in Dyersburg? Uh I got it from my father in law and me and Massey had to get the uh the motor rebuilt on it because it come from a guy I can look at it. You're going to send me pictures named John Bird out of Dyersburg, Tennessee. Two little pigs. John is one of the ones that got me into cooking years ago. Yeah, it's a stainless so you know what steel. He's talking about. Huh? You know what cooker he's talking about? I own five or six. He made some three foot models and some four foot models, and he had a couple five and six foot models. You might have a three foot model, is what you got, and the racks are probably a little bigger than two foot in it. Yeah. Thirty inches, maybe. We hadn't. It's been in storage for a minute because Massey was moving, but it's got four racks in it, and the racks kind of dip into the firebox right over the yep, fire. Yep. It's got a basically a round tube on the back. Yeah, mine's kind of square had a, with the had top. A, had a um, the top kind of come open, but it had a, a thing on it you could shake back and forth to let the ashes out to drip yep, out the side pan. That yeah. sounds fun. Where's that thing at? It's in Massey's garage. I mean, we we paid like two hundred dollars to have the little rotisserie motor rebuilt because I mean. I would it's like to see it. I would like to see that. I've only seen it. one other person with them. I I would like to have me another one of those. Those are some good little cookers. It's it's fun to cook on. Yeah, There's a, a bunch of little regional machine. guys like that. We we ran into one up there out of St. Louis. Not you know yeah Gateway up there that Tim does, and then there's another one called Crank It Up Rip Something. Oh, the Rip Tangler Rip, rip Tang Rip Tang Rib Tangler whatever it is that you talking it's, about. It's kind of uh, it's a square. Smoker or a square drum, basically. rectangle. Basically, you can fit a full pan on the top without having to. Yeah. Um, and now I've wanted to cook on one of those deep souths too. Oh, I've got I've won a lot of money on a deep south smoker. Those gravity look cool. fed. Yeah. As far as the that's the Cadillac of gravity feds. I mean, there's don't get me wrong. I've not taken anything away from Stomps or any of the other cookers out there, but I do think the quality and workmanship in Randall's. Deep South smokers, you know, the all-welded seams. Everything's built like a tank. It'll last forever. I mean, the, the it's about like buying an outlaw. How, where's the, he from? Is he, he's close he's to Georgia. here, right? He's Georgia. He's in Cumming, oh, Georgia. In Georgia. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, if you want something to cook shoulders on to set it and forget it, if you want to be an NBN cook, I'd tell you to go get a 42-inch a model tomorrow and go to town or 28. You, it can't beat them. As far as consistency, you can't beat them. So let me ask you this. What do you have on the back patio at home? As on my back patio right as now? As far as currently. Currently. Because I'm redoing a house. And I'm, I, have I'm the alpha pizza, I have the Alpha Pizza oven. Okay. I've seen you do that with Bob. I have a Golden's Cast Iron, which is a Kamada-style grill yep. currently. I have a PK360. I have a Weber Kettle Original. Um, I have the new Traeger Flat Rock Griddle. Um, and I have a Traeger 1300 Pro, and I have an Outlaw stick burner on my patio. And then there is a Deep South mailbox, a Gateway drum, another Traeger, 
and a blackstone in the garage. You got everything covered. Hey, those blackstones. Oh, no, no, no. oh, oh, let me back up. There's also a 270 GS model smoker. And it seems like I'm forgetting something. Else. Uh, you have that smaller Traeger too, like that tailgating. Oh yeah, I have a tailgate, uh, the little Ranger. It's yeah. out there on the patio too. Yeah. And I have a deep fryer. Yeah, on got, the patio. you got that fryer. That's true. Um, and I have a gas grill on the patio, and an eye, a hot eye. What? What? So who? That's all on the patio, and then it's a shop. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of stuff out there between PKs, three more outlaws. Got old it's uh, a parking garage. Four or five drums, CTO, HBP, old hickory trailer. I don't know. Then I got, got a, back, a backwoods. I got a backwoods whole hog. Yeah. Uh, Wait, uh, too much. I, I don't too know. Much. I had a bunch. Yeah. I, know. I have a Meadow Creek on an axle. Yeah. It's at the school right now. Uh, I have a. It's still the school. It's still it's school. Uh, it may be a donation. I don't that know was my that. next question. How many, how many grills do you have on Lind? Neighbors, neighbors, yes, huh? just one currently to the school. You cut all that off a couple of years ago. No, 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 no. We have a neighbor that borrows a Traeger. I mean, yeah, one of my neighbors just brought back a Traeger. Right. He needed it. He was having a, a family outing and he has one. Yeah. And he's like, man, it would be a lot easier if I could borrow one and, you know, be able to do it. And I was like, man, come on, get it, get, get it rolled the, across the street. The um, hog kick, hog cooker gets borrowed a lot, I feel like. Yeah, I'm about to sell my backwoods, though. I am. It's borrowed pretty often. I'm about to sell it just because I don't cook a bunch of hogs anymore. But I'm going to turn around and buy a double-wide CTO to have for when I want to cook a hog or when I want to cater. And I'm going to mount it on the old hickory trailer I bought just to have it because we do too many events where I need a grill like that. And I'm tired of unloading and loading and doing this and that. So I need to build me a trailer like that for an event. I remember when you bought that old hickory trailer. There was I about was, to be a fight over it. I was just about to say that. you need, <laughs> we, you were try, we were trying to get it. Everybody still wants that. You still didn't. You just you never came off of it, huh? I still got it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have sold it either. I mean, you got a good deal on it. I, I wanted. It, I wanted it to put that EOEDX on the back. I'll buy that EDX from y'all. What you want for it? I'm not uh, selling that thing. Yeah. Well, what? So uh, get both y'all on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we bought together. Woods is the only Jack Woods the only local manufacturer around here. I mean, he's kind of he's kind of doing it. Not anymore. Uh, Backwoods got sold, you know, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then now Chase, and I have not talked to him, but he's opened back up. He bought Backwoods' old shop, who was Backwoods' right-hand guy. I can't think of Chase's last name. But Blue Bayou Smokers. I've is heard it in that. Louisiana? Is the name of the company. Like they're, they were. they're in Louisiana. Same shop Mike was in. Yeah, but he's. I'm talking about like right here, here in Memphis. Memphis like, we're, so we're a barbecue. I mean, if you're going to say that, you might as well say Old Hickory's local because they're in Cape Girardeau and that's yeah. not far. But I mean, yeah, local, far. local. Local, yeah. you got Jack, but he's really not. It's not a full time gig for him. No, he does some side hustle. Yeah, and he makes some of the best cookers. And, but yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that water of, cooker that he built us for that whole hog. I mean, I've got one of his. Oh, Jack Bill's a great smoker. I got a rib cooker of his that I keep down at the hunting camp, man. It's a cooking machine. We need a Memphis. Grill manufacturer, man. We they'd have all kind of. Used to have uh, what was the other one manufactured here? Um, it was a trailer model, wasn't it? It was a trailer model. What was that thing called? Made them down on Third Street. Um, Before my time, a Tucker. Yep. T- yeah, it was a right. Tucker. I've seen those. Yeah, I have. Neat grills. They too. could be reverse flow or not. Or a regular grill. They were a they great just, design. Like, stop making them. 
They did. Uh, I don't really know the story with that, what happened to them, but Tucker Grills, I remember that. Yeah. I don't think I've I, ever heard of that. Yeah, they made trailer models. You've seen that. them before, honey. I know you have way back in the day. You the one girl, he's probably, I mean, I don't know if he'll get mad at me, but the one girl that I've never cooked on that I still want to cook on, do you know what it is? Because I always say it. <laughs> no. Weber cattle. No. Pit maker. Oh, the uh, vault. The vault. I, my father-in-law's got one in the backyard. They're fun. Yeah, so I really want me personally. I want to cook on one. That's one grill that I haven't actually cooked on that I want to. I've heard great things about them. The vaults are good cookers. I know, I know the pit maker guys very. Yeah, well. I mean, I know they make a great product. We've gone and looked at, you know, hung out at their warehouse what, that, and toured their stuff. And that sucker is heavy duty. We had to yeah. roll it into my father-in-law's backyard. I think it took four of us to get it. Oh, they oh, don't yeah. play. You know, uh, they make they made our um, bar that we carry around. Where so. are those made out of? Texas. Texas, right Texas. outside of Houston. Yep. Texas, great guys. Great. I also but have. They, I mean, they have other models too. That's what that's what Poker Porkers has. I mean, they yeah. got a pit maker trailer. Melissa used to have. She still, still got one. Melissa has a pit maker too. I also have a Santa Marie grill at the Duck Club yeah. and some other trailers. We don't ever use drums. it because it's at the Duck Club, but yeah. Well, it's kind of a cheaper one too. That's I'm kind of be honest with you. I'm torn. I'm a. I'm kind of thinking about pulling the Golden's cast iron off the porch and putting a Santa Marie grill right there in that too. I'd only want a small one, like a two foot one. He has a green egg there. too. He didn't. Mention oh yeah, I have he a green doesn't egg use too. it that often. Green egg but he has. Wasn't Randall making some some he Santa Maria styles? Some, yeah, he did. I saw those. He he had a smaller one. I, I think that I live know. fire cooking is pretty cool. I kind of want one of the Brazilian ones, one of the ones fire bricks in it and a cover. Yeah. And stainless and a rotisserie thing built on it. Something a little more, you know, that I can I can do. I got to be careful though. What concerns me, my porch is screened in, and so I need to be careful. I've thought about building a live fire area, like but we're not area. supposed to be at the home we're in. But a little while longer, we've purchased some more land to build another house. And our HOA is real strict. All that. Too. So um, can't be out there beating on drums. Cooking meat over live fire. Oh yeah, I do what I want. I don't pay no attention to nobody. <laughs> hey man, uh, I do it my underwear in my neighborhood. They ain't coming over telling me nothing. You feel me? I feel you, buddy. I feel you. But we have, but we, you know, back to that point. I'm not going to do it there. But we have a farm, and we're in the middle of building some stuff there. And so, um, I'm kind of building a, a content studio out there. I'm going to be able to do some some filming at my farm coming up. And, open land and you know back to my frontiersman days yeah back to the roots kind of stuff i hear you man i got a raccoon hat and stuff i'm aware oh my yep. god well Just, hey i mean i mean they're basically family i mean they're from down the street from each other it'd be cooking they're hogs probably, in the ground for that's a while. true that they're, they're probably related have, like, somehow they probably are everybody from there is related some we got we got some blood down there in the silt i'm sure i mean nothing down wrong here with that all right so i always have to ask a couple questions near the end of the segment, you know, what is the most useless thing that you have in your pocket that you carry every day or just about every day? One of the most useless things you carry or purse or purse purse. Um, uh, well, I have a, I have a phone wallet. That's not a purse. I thought you had a fanny pack. He has one of those. That's only. Day. That's only like one week a year. Yeah, only when the, only when they're filming at your tent. I'm walking around <laughs> with a yeti pack or with a fanny pack. 
Uh, my sunglasses here. I lose those pretty often. Uh, that's it. What do you have? Man, I keep a $2 bill in my wallet that uh, Icebox Performance gave me. Oh, man, I don't know. I guess we met him three or four years ago. I still got the original one he gave me. I just, lucky $2 bill, I never spend it. I know I got some money on me if I ever need it. I'm kind of the same with the $2 bill, too. I, I do a lot of $2 bills. I give away a lot of $2 bills. Yes. Like uh, like that. He does, love he does a competition up there around 4th of July. He's on a his radar supply shops on a lake up there. Payout is in $2 bills. Yeah, he, I think it was $35,000 in $2 bills in a cooler. Really? Man, that thing looked like, yeah. You and he, made, he made a big trophy that had a radiator on top and stuff. I mean, yeah, they I, mean right. I I like going to the bank and getting, I order them from the bank. Usually at a band at a time. That's that's what the guy next to me And does. I just take and put them in a the gun safe, and I keep, I don't know, 30, 40 on me at a time. What's crazy is people. That's tip money. Yeah, people don't realize you can go to the bank and get them. Yeah. Yeah, you can go yeah. to the bank and order. Yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, $2 bill. Like, yeah, I ordered some $3 bills the other day. Those are cool, too. They are. Three dollar bills. I almost said it, but I didn't say it. Man, man, man. All right. Who would you consider to be a barbecue mentor? Uh, you know, who's someone y'all look up to in the barbecue community? Man, I'll be honest. It's kind of sitting across from them. I mean, there's Aww. you, there's Malcolm. No, but, I mean, seriously, I mean – I've called Heath with questions about product, and you know Malcolm's the same way. They're open books, man. I mean, you don't find that all, you know, all too often. Well, I appreciate that, but I don't feel like I'm no mentor. I, I no, mean, but you, I mean, you're willing to help us any way you can. Here, I'll get, I'll give one to you to kind of like to to back up what kind of bring it in full circle. Like, I don't consider like any individual my mentor, but more so like where I'm from, right? So we're down here in DeSoto County. You can count. On it would take you three hands to count on the, you know, kick-ass barbecue cooks around here. Not even just barbecue, yeah. just people that have been through it and been doing it for twenty years. You know, um, so you got yourself. You got Malcolm's doing it. I mean, Wheeler's done a taught a lot of people back. You go back to the Tim Bone days, and you can just. I mean, they got the All Star Squad out there. So uh, a lot of people around here. I know I'm missing a ton of them, but. You can go back and look at just what team spun off of John Wheeler. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, yeah. And it would be an incredible resume. Yeah, you got it's Wayne insane. Booth and all of them. I, I mean, mean uh, Red Hot Nick, Smokers. Nick doing it now. Nick. Look at Wolf Nick's, yeah. Nick's a good friend of ours. Like, uh, like Nick, it's just kids our age, kids, <laughs> men our age now, kind of like the next next wave coming through, you know. Um, right. I didn't have my heyday. I'm out. Yeah, you're an old man now. No, you ain't got retired of the woodshed, man. <laughs> well, you know how the energy levels go. You start, Candace, you've been through it with them. You get, Look, I'm not in my 40s. Do not put me there. <laughs> well, you will be soon. Well, you know, and it'll, go ahead. And you'll start feeling it before you get there. I'm, I'm feeling, feeling it, it at 37. I mean, Jeez. yeah. Barbecue competitions will take a toll on you. They're tough. Man, I, you're right. They will take a toll on you. All right, so I only have a couple more questions. What is y'all's favorite barbecue restaurant inside the United States? Oh man, I mean, I feel like I got to stay local here. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Cozy Corner is probably one of my favorites to go to. Just always good. Paints is always good. I, I mean, I hit those two pretty regularly. So I know there are so many out there, but I, you know, I'm, there's I'm a lot stay. of good ones. 
I've not been to Payne's. I got to go there. Yeah, like rest, re, favorite restaurant, favorite barbecue, like restaurant style. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, lo- I used to love the rendezvous. Right, you go in there, you get the ambiance. You, you, know, you, you throw it down. You, you sit down. They throw a couple pictures at the table. They're just basket, basket, basket. Sauce and cheese. Throw plate. it on down, man. Get on to it. Uh, but like, I love Texas barbecue too. Uh, I like because sure. I mean they serve it in the mass, baby. I love feeding the people. So uh, those operations always impress me. And when they can turn out a good product, uh, Amy and I went to Terry Black's a few months ago. We like that's the last one I've been to. Which which locations you go? The one in Dallas. Um, We've been the one in Deep in San Marcos. Yeah. It's good where where he's at all the time. That's his time. main one, I believe. It is. There's so many good barbecue restaurants in Texas, though. I mean, that it's in the top my top three too. Barbecue restaurants. Valentina's is probably my number one. Sure, I heard I you mean, say that. It's uh, it's solid, but I, you know, going back to you, just hit a little. I think it's the presentation in Texas that separates them from everybody else. They always say it's bigger in Texas, and if you go in somewhere and you're they're laying it all out on a really school tray for you, mm-hmm. and the sandwich is out there and it's not wrapped up in a wrapper or not thrown on a plate, and it's on that whole tray and it's handful of sides or two slices of brisket three ribs you know a couple slices of turkey a piece of sausage i mean you know that's just texas size i don't know that's just pretty i think it just helps sell itself that 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 yeah and and i like places where you can order like a family style if you go to a barbecue place like that you look at the menu like oh i want this 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 that's why we brought eight people because we're going to lay it out and now, what's your, what's your go-to around here? Uh, my go-to around here, I'm probably going to say Memphis Barbecue Company. Yeah, it's I mean, it's good. consistent. Uh, I mean, if you want a good wet rib, that you wouldn't be ashamed of even most days turning in a barbecue contest. i got to give it to Memphis Barbecue Company. Yeah. But like you said, the ribs at Cozy Corner, don't you sleep on them at all. Um, I mean, you know, Central is good. Uh, but there's certain items that I like at Central over other things, and that's the same way one and only. Jerk wings at Central? Uh, jerk wings and the, the – salad. The, believe it or not, a pulled good. chicken salad. It's smoked so chicken good. salad pulled in a, in a deep-fried tortilla bowl, homemade ranch. Yep. I mean, they use good romaine lettuce. I mean, it great. Um yeah, they're jerk wings. If you if you ain't eating the jerk wings at Central, you ain't you ain't living. Nah, they are good. They're, that's they're that's really my good. go-to over there. Um we stopped at the 17th Street. We, came, we talked to her about this. It was the one in Marion, I believe. Yeah. We didn't uh, go to the original. We were just on our way home on Sunday afternoon. We were like, let's go. We'll try it. I know exactly where it's at. I usually fill up at that gas station right there Across, down the road from yeah. it. Yeah. Kind of sat in parallel. Did you get any of the stuff I said? Or what would y'all eat? Man, we had a little bit of it. Did you have pork ordered. steak? Uh, I don't think we had a pork steak. Don't burger. sleep on the pork steak. Shit, man. we didn't get a pork steak? Mm-mm. No, we had ribs. Don't sleep brisket. on the we pork steak. I thought we got Chicken everything. Wings. Yeah, I mean, it was good. For, you know, you've got yeah. that. It's hard to consistently turn in that competition style at a restaurant. Yeah. That's why Memphis Barbecue is so good because they can, they're putting out a different style of barbecue than a lot of other these places and yeah. just throwing stuff over the charcoal. Yeah, you're right. You got to respect that a little bit, man. You roll you rolled by there, and it's the, you know they're not going to be open for three hours and dude's back there on the pit. You're right. It's, it's totally different. I have I mean. my specialties that I like at restaurants, too. I mean, which ones? I mean, like, you. I don't even like pecan pie. Southern don't like pecan pie. Make it for Heath and my family. But Little Miss Barbecue, Arizona, 
love their pecan pie. They use they smoke on a pellet grill. Oh, really. it's amazing. They use the pre-made crust of the little bitty pies that you buy. And he's doing his homemade filling in it, and he's putting them on a pellet smoker to smoke. And I think he told us he was cooking them at a low, low setting, right? I don't know. They're so good, though. But they are just amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. That, I mean, and then, I mean, the fried pickles from Travis in oh, Oklahoma. Yeah. Don't sleep on I mean, Travis's. his barbecue is great. I'm not saying, everything I'm not trying we ate to dismiss it, yeah. but those pickles were amazing. What do you think they did to him? He told me he soaked yeah. them in beer, and then he's got a, oh, no, they're good. a mustard that he bottles and sells, that spicy mustard. He dips them in the spicy mustard, and then the panko, then deep fries them. Yeah, he gets but that mustard in there. But They're it's like the beer. Perfect. It's the beer. They're he, so good. Beer, he lets them beer brine. He pulls yep. them out of the pickle brine and puts them in beer. And I'm going to tell you, it's and it's a spear. And, and I, won't even, I won't even dismiss the corn. You can't eat it anymore. But the corn salad or whatever that keto taught us how to make. Oh, he don't like that. Man, he can't oh, eat keto. corn anymore. I can't eat corn anymore because of my diverticulitis. But Lily's Q, I will say the corn salad, it's the tri-tip, good. and you cannot forget the banana pudding if you go. Oh, I forgot. I, I mean, you the cannot. Banana pudding, it's like, it's so pretty, but That's it tastes good, That's at Destin. And Destin, Little yeah. shack. Yeah. On the like, water. Not the, there Q. is yeah. another Lily's Q in Chicago, but this in is Destin, like the original In Destin. So you have a condo at Destin, right? Pensacola, but I'll be there a few times this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm gonna go by there. Lily's Q. Yep. Lily's Q. You call me and you just tell him you know me. I will. Keto. He'll probably cuss you out and give he you the food. Will you know, we, <laughs> we were in Destin a few weeks. Um, the guy that owns Destin Seafood and Ice used to be the pitmaster at was it Willingham? Mm, I forget where he was, but yeah, the manager. He's the, ma- the the manager. I don't know. He was big. I figure you that might ring a bell. Well, well, uh, it's always interesting stories, isn't it, guys? Hey, barbecue world. Small barbecue world. world. Well, guys, I hope that y'all have enjoyed coming on the show with me and Candace today. I know I've had a good time, and I hope all the guests is going to learn a little something about y'all and just some of the things and some of the tidbits you pick up. And uh, tell everybody where they can find y'all at and some of your products. So our products are available online, uh, meatwhiskey.com. Uh, you can you can order them direct from us. We'll do free local delivery on the within a reasonable distance, fifty miles. We're not taking them ourselves, but but uh, we we don't have any in the big box grocery stores now, and that's there's there's reasons for that. So all of your small small local box uh, grocery stores, liquor stores, meat markets around town, and I mean if it's not in your township yet, it will be there soon. We've got a hit list out. So hit list, I like it. If you don't see us in the store, ask them why it ain't in there. That's right. So where can everybody find y'all at? Meatwhiskey.com. And what else? Hogtoss.com. What else? MWSmokers.com. All right. Anything else? <laughs> That's it for now. Big news coming. Big news coming. You heard it here first, folks. MW Smokers, I hope y'all enjoyed shooting the cue today with them. We'll see y'all next week for another episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Shooting the Cue podcast. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels or through our website. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. Leave us a review if you enjoyed the show. Until next time, keep shooting the cue.